Welcome to the Contemplation Podcast, where we will discuss how to improve your clarity of thought so as to make such choices or decisions that lead to a more peaceful mind and a fulfilling, purposeful and peaceful life. I am Tarun Gulati and I have created the Adios Contemplation Framework from my personal experience and experimentation with contemplation for more than 15 years i will be your trainer on this journey we will learn about contemplation discuss some adios principles and do some exercises along the way so if you have any critical questions in your life right now that you need to find the answers to please write them down I will not give you any answers but I will train you to find those answers yourself. If you train your inner counselor, you may never need an external one. With that said, let us begin. Your eyes and ears biologically point outwards. And along with them, your attention also tends to be focused on the outside. The external world provides you with a huge variety of momentary distractions. By the time you're finished enjoying one, another one comes along. Because of this, you do not go deep into any one of them, but tend to hop from one to the other. The opposite of deep is shallow. because you do not go deep into anything you remain shallow your mind remains shallow your attitude remains shallow this is not because you are incapable of depth but because you choose to be shallow you can choose depth if you want if you do you will be able to go deep but because you are not paying attention to what you're doing you might choose shallow sometimes you choose it unknowingly you just don't know that you're doing it had you known you probably wouldn't have chosen it well you know now if you keep your attention largely on the outside world you will remain unaware of the inside world but why is that a problem Why is keeping attention outside all the time not okay? Why should you know your inside world? You need to decide that. How? By experimenting. Be a scientist. Get a taste of both the worlds and then compare how you feel. Which one do you like better? How much time would you like to spend? in each of those worlds each day each week only you can decide that because only you know how you feel and how you feel determines the quality of your life so experiment yourself experiment on yourself try focusing on the outside world for a few days given to the short term distractions and excitement and ask yourself am i feeling more peaceful or am i feeling more restless then focus on the inside world for a few days 
spend time alone in contemplation, deep thought. Think about what makes you more restless and what would make you more peaceful. Think about the work you do and ask yourself, do I really connect with what I am doing? Does it give me a long-term sense of purpose and meaning? Or is it just a source of money? Think about your intimate relationships. Are they merely a source of short-term excitement or entertainment? Or do they have a certain depth? Is there a deeper connection? Do you genuinely care for the other person? Or do you merely enjoy the other's company in the moment and care about what you can get from that person, physical or mental? As you carry out these experiments, focus on how you feel. Choose what makes you feel lighter, fulfilling, purposeful, peaceful. Don't choose what makes you feel heavier, unfulfilling, unworthy and restless. Only you can decide that for yourself. Only you are going to live your life. So you are the best judge of how you would like to live it. We use the word deep a lot. Let us go deep into deep. What does it really mean? What does shallow mean in this context? Let us try and define it in precise terms. When you talk about depth in terms of your work, whether your work is deep or shallow, what do you mean? You are really referring to how it makes you feel within, which again you can find out if you experiment. So try working for a few days only thinking about money. Money being the sole purpose of the work you do. And check how you feel. It's an experiment, remember. Then try working for a few days only thinking about the core purpose of your work. How it can benefit someone. Doing it well with a lot of attention and then check how you feel. Try working on something purely based on your personal excitement where you are not paying any attention to whether your work improves the quality of life of your customer or not and check how you feel. Then try working for a few days thinking about how your work impacts the quality of life of your customer. Does it make them more restless? Does it make them more peaceful? Or no impact? Try the same experiment with your relationships. Try focusing only on the short-term excitement, physical intimacy, without any genuine care or affection for the other person. And check how you feel. Then try the same, but this time, Genuinely care about that person in your mind when you are alone. Think about their well-being and what you can do to improve their well-being. And then check how you feel. These experiments will help you get to know yourself better. You don't need to do it just because many others are doing it or someone says it is the right one to adopt. Experiment yourself and see what works for you, what you think is good for you, what makes you more peaceful. During these experiments, you will also get to know your mind a lot better. 
you will come to see that your mind is sometimes very clever. You will also see that it does not always suggest things that will make you more peaceful and in some cases readily suggests that you do things that reduce your peace of mind or increase your restlessness. The goal is to understand the mind by spending time with it, examining it, what it says and observing the impact of following those various voices in your mind. This will help you choose the voice that you believe is right for you, the one that makes you feel more fulfilling, purposeful and peaceful, the one that can help you do your best with your abilities and spend time and energy in a direction you find useful. You might notice that your mind sometimes pulls you in a direction that may make you more restless. For example, you might have lived a large part of your life focusing on adventure, victory or proving yourself to the world. Now because you are used to living in such a manner, you might have come to believe that is who you are and that is what is right for you because it has provided you with regular bouts of excitement in life and perhaps many wins as well. But being a winner and being successful are two completely different things. For instance, you might have never even considered asking what makes me more peaceful before making your decisions because you were too busy focusing on what feels exciting or adventurous or proving yourself right or proving that you are very capable, etc. When you think about what makes you more peaceful, your mind might rebel at the thought because it might be contrary to what you have been doing until now. The pattern of adventure, victory, doing things to prove yourself is well established and it does not want to be disturbed after so many years. It might also be that somewhere deep down you know that the existing pattern is just exciting but it is not really healthy for you. But accepting it is difficult so you might avoid that internal conversation. Or it is now a matter of prestige where your existing pattern is saying, does this mean I have been wrong for so many years, especially after all the wins and excitement that I have delivered to you? Think of this mind or that voice in this mind as a sales head who has been delivering excellent sales for many years but is very toxic personally for the culture of the company. So the mind might resist the new model, the model that asks, does this make me peaceful? It might resist it strongly. One of the methods it might deploy is to try and find faults in that new method. Now, in general, if you spend time finding faults in others, you might remain where you are. And in all likelihood, those others may not change either. However, if you spend the same time finding faults with yourself, 
thinking about them and making changes if necessary, understanding these different voices in your mind, you might be able to improve how you feel. But in this case, the agenda of that old pattern, that old voice in your mind, is not to help you improve. Its agenda is to maintain its existing dominance, its existing unhealthy habit, its existing territory. And you should be able to see this. Your mind does not necessarily work in your favor all the time. Or to be specific, certain unhealthy voices inside your mind can sometimes be more powerful than the healthy voices. The key is to understand the mind. So you know how the various voices in your mind behave what their motivations are, what impact they have on your peace of mind, if you follow them and accordingly decide the voice you want to follow. Everyone has these voices. You are not a bad person if you can hear unhealthy voices. You just need to be practical about it and understand them so you can choose the right one. And to do this, you need to spend time with your mind. This is called spending time with yourself. This is called looking inward. This will help you get to know yourself, which basically means get to know the various voices in your mind, the motivations of these multiple voices and their impact on how you feel, so you can choose the right voice and hence be able to make choices that are right for you and not fall for choices that may seem exciting in the short run but are actually not good for you in the long run. Contemplation helps you do that. Please practice 10 to 20 minutes of contemplation every day. It will help you a lot. If you prefer a more systematic and structured approach to learning things, you can also join our contemplation program and we will help you learn and master contemplation. Contemplation is the mother of clarity. All the best.